Previously recorded in both Murfreesboro and Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is NFLs, a production by Next Season Sports Media. Hello everybody and welcome to NFLs. It's a movie about a crew of unlikely but lovable family members lost in space who do missions together. My name is Jacob Wilkinson. My name is Drew Wade. I'm not getting the reference here. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You did hook oh. on a feeling and I was like, okay, yeah. I was trying to think of like an actual family. Mm-mm. They are an actual family, family, Drew. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> until the end of chapter three. Anyway, welcome everybody. This is not outside Marvel. This is NFLs. This is a football podcast mm. for cool people, not for dweebs. Um, yeah, if you're a dweeb, turn it off now. <laughs> Get out of here, dweebs. Get out of here. Uh, how did football go for you this week, Drew? Football was good. The Eagles are 4-0. and oh, so, Bird up! Uh, always. Um, I, like, I like when the Eagles are good. It's a good feeling. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, one could say only... I'm hooked on this feeling. They're the only undefeated team left, right? Correct. Damundo. Wow. wow. Big stuff. Big stuff. Um, football went sweet and sour for me this week. <laughs> Um, we lost to the Raiders, which is obviously the worst, but, um, scored multiple touchdowns. Yeah. I was going to say scored more than one touchdown, (laughs) scored multiple touchdowns. Um, so progress, I suppose if we lose to the Raiders again later this season, um, but I think, I think it'll be okay. Um, I'm just going to keep on trucking along on the Cope train over here brother we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to the broncos soon enough so we don't have to talk about them right now you're not delving too deep into despair though they're still just two and two nobody else in that division is really separating themselves so feels good um speaking of a division that's not really separating itself the uh nfc west is two and two across the board <laughs> best <laughs> How do division. that's the best <laughs> division right there clearly yeah, um, all of those teams are equal in my eyes. The Cardinals and the Seahawks are just as good as the 49ers and the Rams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's why they're all 2-2. Two and two. Exactly. Um, and we are also practically tied except for one point. Um, Drew went up on me by one last week. That's right, baby. Uh, went as it should be. Two. Uh, it came down to uh, Monday night, which was kind of fun. I don't think this ever that happened was before. Fun. Uh, but yeah, at the beginning to the end, I can't help but feel like um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew is 36-27-1. I am 35-28-1. Uh, the coin is 31-32-1. Finally below 500. Um, you're sitting at a nice 57. I'm at 55 and a half. Um, let's do some segments. Only up from here, baby. That's right. Yeah, let's do some segments. Bet it, bet on it, bet on it. Hmm. Let's bet on it. How did your bet go last week? I know mine Not failed. Good. Me, <laughs> I either. said over 51 and a half for Bills and Ravens. Well, the Bills forgot how to play offense in the first half. The Ravens forgot how to play offense in the second half. So not a good recipe for lots of points. Wow. On an episode where we were preaching unders too. Yep. <laughs> that was hmm. Yeah. Yikes. Interesting decision there. Um I took the Rams line, so not much better. <laughs> the lot lost bet better. on it and the week. Um bummer. 
Uh, I'm going to learn from both of our mistakes and take an under this week, uh, return to what we were preaching. The New Orleans Saints will be traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Uh, the over-under for that game has been set at 46. I hmm. do not really trust either side of this offense to hold up. I, I, I mean, either offenses in this game to hold up their side of the bargain. This could potentially become like a fire show. We've seen the Seahawks do that, you know, once or twice. And I guess the uh, Saints were doing that before the Jameis injury, but... The Saints have just looked really, really shaky these last couple of weeks, and I still don't have really any faith at all in the Seahawks offense. And, you know, with just how much we've been talking about trusting in unders this season, I, I, I think that this is a good okay. one. So, Okay. Yeah. Are you just make you worried at all that the Seahawks went over 46 by themselves last week? No. <laughs> I, <that's, laughs> there's no way that happens again. No, no. They were playing the Lions, which is like uh <laughs> free thirty points. So yeah. um yeah, I don't I don't hate that. I think um this is definitely gonna be a tougher task for uh Seattle's offense. New Orleans defense is definitely a lot better than the Lions. And like you said, Andy Dalton's probably gonna be leading the charge again. Um, even if it's is Jameis, he's still Still got a broken back, so not the mm. best uh, way to play football with the back broken. So I've heard. I've never tried it myself. <laughs> uh, me, I went. Um, I'm going. I'm betting on two a game between two NFC South teams that are both two and two. That is the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These teams <laughs> are tied in the division. Um, in stature Spurs. and and scoreline. Exactly. Yeah. The spread. The quarterbacks are. The quality of quarterback is pretty much right in line with one another. Um, the freaking the the Falcons are catching nine points here. Actually, I don't know if catching means they're favored by or the underdog. They're the underdog by nine points here, and this is usually even when it's a lopsided like matchup on paper, like the past couple of years. The Falcons usually keep it pretty tight with the Buccaneers. And I like them to do the same here. So I think nine points is a little wacky. I like the Falcons plus nine. Falcons tend to play pretty close in division, like not just against the Buccaneers, but yeah. uh, against the Saints and Panthers as well. So, yeah, I like that bet. Whoa! What's Ooh, nice up? catch. Makeshift studio. For in those here. who can't see, which is everyone, <laughs> um, Jacob just snatched his microphone out of midair as it was falling. So that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I was at this lab the other day and I got bit by this spider. And ever since, mm. it's just this weird stuff. Uh, all right, other segment. Welcome Ooh. to my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy football. <laughs> how was uh, how you were in first place in the Wade Dynasty? We can lead off with that. Three yeah, I am looking pretty I, good. I am looking pretty good. I like I said, I drew, I lost last week as the like third scorer overall, which was a bummer. Um, but return to Dub City USA this week. I will say I got I had a bye, which means I played against Noah, so I felt pretty good oh. about that. <laughs> oh, man, Noah's uh, catching strays. Yeah. <laughs> um but unfortunately in the Jota League, I along with our other undefeated team, um, took my first loss of the season. I think between four of my skill positions, they scored eight and a half points total. Ooh, I mean, like, <laughs> so that's good stuff. Yeah, it was a, a really rough underscoring game for that team. Also lost in our money league, unfortunately, so I'm two and two there. But um, first in the Wade Dynasty, 
three and one and like second or third in the Johto League and middle of the table everywhere else. I don't really look at the other two leagues, but I'm pretty sure I actually picked up my first win in one of those two leagues. So nice. There we go. Nice. What about you? Uh, speaking of picking up first wins, I finally won a game in Johto League. Now sitting at one and three after taking down Nate Luther. Um, what a loser that guy is. But <laughs> um, I took an L in the Wade Dynasty to my father, so that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, he Bummer. his team just kind of went off. I I'd have to go check and see who he had that went off specifically. I thought I was doing pretty good because I had Justin Jefferson score me like thirty something points in the early game. I was like, oh, so there's no way I'm gonna lose. Turns out <laughs> there was a way, and I found it. Um, so not good. Yeah, he he has an insane stack of running backs. My dad does. He's got Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Leonard Fournette. Oh gosh. They had wow. all they all had great games. So yeah, um, not not a recipe for success. For Reagan me. had a uh, tight end flex score forty. In ah, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah. I played against <laughs> him in our other money league, so lost that game too. <laughs> yeah, rough. Uh, yeah, but thankfully I'm four and zero in the league that I care the least about. So there's that. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <Excellent. laughs> like, I. Hardly ever check my lineup in that league, and I'm four zero. So maybe <laughs> there's a little nugget of wisdom in there somewhere. You're overthinking everything else, maybe, perhaps. perhaps. Yes. <laughs> um, that's funny. Yeah, last week I I, I said this in the uh, Jodo League group message, but there was the first like topsy turvy week for results there. Like you picked up your first win, a couple of us picked up our first losses, and in the NFL, I, I would like I would say it was a pretty the first real standard week of results that we've had so far. So maybe that means that I have a cheeser team and it's all downhill from here. Who knows? Yeah. You're Um, done for Bozo. I I went three, you know, into second to last place last year in this league. I'm just going to put that. Ah, That's true. That's true. Don't want to get too comfortable. Wade dynasty either. Mr. Three and one. No, I'm pretty comfortable. It's it's me, boy. Another Uh, buy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, let's get into this. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday night, um, I'm taking over. I didn't check the sheet. Oh, cool. It's me anyway. Let's hey, it's you it. anyway. Good call. Uh, tomorrow <laughs> is a um, not that rare of an occurrence, I guess. We get we used to get it like yearly during the Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck era, but um, the times, they have a changed. So <laughs> nowadays, it's really every like two or three years, but we... Have a Wilkinson Bowl. The Indianapolis Colts are hosting the Denver Broncos tomorrow night. It is poised to be a slobber knocker. I'm in between two vacations, so I've soft committed to going home for it. I'm not. I'm not positive yet, but uh, if uh, I know that both my parents are pretty excited, um, my, they both love talking trash. My dad is talking a big game about climbing the mountain all night long. So we'll see what happens. But um, <laughs> I. <laughs> feel uh you know i I don't know i (laughs) i got a message from i think it was donnie during the broadcast game this weekend that made me really sad which was just what is this team's identity like what is the good thing going for them and (laughs) i was like that is a good question that's a good question i think it should be our our like wide bag of tricks on offense and russ being smart in the pocket. That certainly is not what it has been. Um, it's been nothing so far, really. Um, 
But we scored a bunch this last week, even though we lost to the Raiders, which is about as bad as it can get. Um, gave them their first win of the year, too, which really, really sucks. Um, but, you know, the Colts have been hot and cold. I rightly predicted them to lose to the Titans last week because I could just smell it in the wind. Um, and I think the Colts would be staring down. They're like one and three now, right? So this game They're one, two, and one. One, two, and one, right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, one, three, and one after this week, I guess. I, I obviously have to pick the Broncos in this matchup. I don't have a whole lot of faith. Um, but, like, we did score more in this game. And I think yeah. that this is going to be an offense that is a little less familiar with us, um, even though we're going to be on the road this week. We haven't really been that good at home. I Because I don't actually think Russ is that acclimated. Is it on the road? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I could be wrong, actually. Oh, no, wait. It is at home. I was say, our, our sheet formatting tells me it's at home, but it could be. Um, it could have been wrong. But no, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Mile well, high, baby. Mile high. Well, yeah. I mean, that still stands. I don't really think Russ is that acclimated just yet. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've had two wins at home this year with uh, McMoney, like, Taking them long, so if it if it comes down to that again, I think that this is the type of game where we could regress to like sixteen point Andy's like we were the first few weeks and be just fine. So I, I'm gonna go yeah. with the Broncos here. Yeah, I'm not super trusting the Colts defense. Um, I think the Broncos are starting to find their groove a little bit on offense. Although uh, Javante Williams did unfortunately suffer yeah. a season-ending knee injury, so that really sucks. But I think they're going to be able to find production without him. Russ had his best game as a Bronco last week, two touchdowns through the air and one on the ground. So, um, meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, Matt Ryan, dude, mm-hmm. it's just rough. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. turned the ball over more than any quarterback in the NFL, and their offense just lacks any sort of cohesiveness. And they're going to be missing Jonathan Taylor this week. It mm-hmm. was announced today. So. Yeah, I'm going with the Broncos as well. I've actually made a bet on the Broncos already. Um, I I bought them up to minus two and a half just in case they only win by three. But I feel pretty good about that one. Nice. Uh, the coin uh, is an undercover agent for Cheryl Wilkinson, however, and is going with the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Shout out oh. Cheryl. She, she's having a rough one. Not a big Matt Ryan fan from what I've gathered. Um, does she like Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz better? <laughs> Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers or uh, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I hear I hear her like nostalgia posting about Jacoby Brissett all the time, and that <laughs> that tells you the sad state That's of down affairs. Bad. Yeah, it's down <laughs> bad. Man, yeah, they're they're getting to like Browns territory with the number of quarterbacks they've had per year. <laughs> yeah, it's been year. pretty crazy. I know we talk um, about like the the carousel post Peyton Manning in Denver, but it's been just as true in Indianapolis. I mean, it, yep. Andrew Luck pretended to be a franchise QB, but I mean, don't know what happened. He all he had all the makings of one until he decided he didn't want to play football anymore. Um, maybe we'll see another young quarterback do that soon. But anyway, up next we've got <laughs> another London game, isn't it? At Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the New York Giants are going to be playing the Green Bay Packers. Um, the Giants are three and one, three and one. The New York Giants. Ooh. So are the Green Bay Packers. Um, again, I've been saying this all season. 
that means these teams are just as good as one another. Um, but I think I'm going to pick the Packers. I just got a hunch that the Packers are a little better than the Giants, despite the fact they're both 3-1. <laughs> um, going Green Bay here. Yeah, I'm also going to go Green Bay um, with probably equally un- uninspiring commentary. On the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Packers have been looking pretty solid all year. And I think that even though um, the Giants strung together some wins, none of them are really that clean or um, against, like, that impressive of teams. And so I think, like, I didn't really walk away from those games being like, wow, this team has some direction, more just being like, okay, I guess they had an easy start of the schedule. Um, Yeah. And I think we'll continue to see it pan out that way, especially Um, after the shellacking that they got from a a beat-up Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. And they're just, like... Injury city for the wide receiver position. Um, it's just rough out there for, for those wide receivers. But nonetheless, the coin is going to be going with the Giants. Love it. I love I love a risky pick from the coin. That's how, that's how he threw his tremendous lead against us. <laughs> it's also how he garnered a tremendous that's lead true, against true. us. So. Good point. Uh, next up, we have the New England Patriots hosting the Detroit Lions. The Patriots have continued to be um, rather whatever throughout this season. They uh, managed to pick up a win, I believe. I mean, I just think in general, the Patriots, they've had like some ups and downs throughout this year, but um, still kind of not really completely inspiring. <laughs> like, no results that you really want to write home about Rocky and I think a one in three line of their own, if I'm not mistaken. Um, is that the, right? Can we bet the, that Craig? Yes, it is correct. Um, and wow. speaking of one in three teams, uh, the Detroit lions are also one in three. However, um, have looked a lot more explosive in I think all three of their losses than you could say for the Patriots. Um, they, Put up 45 against the Seahawks in the game that you referenced earlier. That was a a 93-point game overall. Oh, me, oh, my. 35 against the Eagles earlier on this year and the 24 against the Vikings. So, yeah, just in general, um, the Lions, I I look at these two teams. They're both kind of whatever. They've had some ups and downs ending up at one and three, but the Lions have had, I think, intensely – more focused direction on offense this year than the Patriots have. And even if uh, the Patriots defense has been um, yeah, not handing out 30 points to every team they play against, like the lions have, um, which is how they're losing all these high scoring games. I don't think that they're going to go to 90 overall with the Patriots. So I'm going to go with the lions here. All right. First disagreement on the week. I unfortunately am going to go with the Patriots because this just really seems to me like a game that Bill Belichick is going to win. Um, I think the Lions are going to have a tough time with all the guys that they're going to be missing this week on offense. And we know that that defense is pretty much just Swiss cheese. So I expect the Patriots to maybe have their best offensive output of the season. Um, hope I'm, I mean, I wouldn't be too uh, upset being wrong about this because I would hate to see the Lions fall to one and four with just how much hype they had coming into the season, how they were, everybody's darling a little bit. Um, but this just really feels like a classic Patriots win to me um, at home, too. That. So going Pats here. Uh, the coin is siding with you. Shocking, shocking. wonder <laughs> who the coin's going to pick in this next game. The Los Angeles Chargers are taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Um, what's that elf's name? Do you remember? 
I hate them. I think it's is it brownie? Brownie, maybe. Yeah, that sounds dumb enough. Um, yeah, I'm hoping he gets shellacked this week uh, with the Chargers coming to town. Chargers put up a good bit of points last week against the Houston Texans. Covered that five and a half point spread like they should have. Um, got a little close at the end, actually, closer than you would have liked. But I do think they're still a better team than the Browns, who just lost to someone they shouldn't have lost to, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Falcons. I, I mean, I picked that to happen. But still, um, that's, a, that's the kind of game you got to win if you're the Browns trying to stay afloat against... For sure. Just trying to stay afloat until your quarterback comes back from his definitely long enough suspension. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I think the Chargers are a much better team. Uh, if they can just stop chargering and just start actually playing up to their potential, that would be great. But I do think they'll beat the Browns this week. I have um, I have enjoyed the chargering, I got to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, they haven't been too consistent. Um, I think last week I kind of jokingly said, like, oh, you know, watch out, like, <laughs> these AFC West teams love dropping games to AFC South teams. Like you said, they made it look close for a second, but overall, um, the Chargers ultimately showed up in a game like that, which are like really, they really need to cover the spreads in those types of games um, and not like give up random close matches to lower table teams because I think that's the sort of thing that holds me back from having a lot of optimism uh, in the Chargers in general. Um, luckily, I don't really have any optimism about the Browns right now, even though they've been doing all right. Um, they've put together some fine wins. I think they're two and two, right? So they've managed to put together a couple of games, even though I still don't really love the results from that first week. I think that like their run game has been about as like key as we expected it to be in, uh, the absence of Deshaun Watson and, They've had some good moments, but ultimately, I just don't really think that they're going to be prepared uh, for the Chargers' high-octane offense, especially given the offenses that they've been playing against so far this season. Not to mention how much better I think Cleveland's defense is on the ground, um, which is not really a factor that will help you too much against Justin Herbert. So, All right, and the coin actually going against his Deshaun Watson love and going with the... Wow. L.A. Chargers. It's over. Sad. I want to talk about a uh, fellow divorced Keen right now, Tom Brady, the uh, quarterback <laughs> of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he's about to absolutely destroy the Falcons, as we've seen him do so many times before. Um, he, this is what he this is. He chose this over other things, beating the Falcons twice a year. That was that was <laughs> that was his number one priority like, right hmm. now. Uh, Wife or <laughs> meeting the Falcons twice a year. Mm. I saw this tweet. Somebody like it was like his bio, like family of football, and they had edited <laughs> it so it just said football. I yeah, was like, I "There's no way that's real." It wasn't <laughs> what it killed me. Uh, but yeah, he uh, will be taking it all out on the Falcons. Uh, notoriously has embarrassed the Falcons uh, many times before. Um, four times, I believe, since he joined this team, and once in that forever reference Super Bowl. So I um, am expecting not a whole lot to change. Water is wet, and Tom Brady beats the Falcons. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers here. Uh, this is one for all my divorced Keens out there. 
<laughs> Shout out. Um, I yeah, I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers as well. Well, I said I like the Falcons to cover that nine point spread. Um, I think the Buccaneers clearly are still the better team, and hopefully they win by like eight or seven, <laughs> and that uh, that bet still cashes. Um, but let's see what let's go to the coin for uh, our third pick, going with the Falcons here. All right, spicy. Um, up indeed. next, up next, we've got the biggest spread of the week: the Pittsburgh Steelers, newly or being led by rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett. They're going to play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, Orchard Park, New York. Um, it's fourteen point spread. That's pretty big. Steelers are bad. I'm gonna stop picking them probably for the rest of the year. Smart. Fourteen points is a lot, but. I I might bet that <laughs> yeah. the Bills Bills are pretty good, and well, actually, I'm not gonna bet that because what if Kenny Pickett is actually good at playing quarterback? Not a good bet to make uh, when you haven't seen. But still, Bills are gonna <laughs> win this game, whether or not it's by 14 or more. Yeah, I am not expecting Kenny Pickett to come out to a bang. I'm not surprised that our um, favorite boy Mitch lost his job. Uh, he was. Mm. Throwing that ball um, a little far, pretty much every play, just like <laughs> right yeah, to I the a, right to the nosebleeds. Took a solid L on that take. I thought he would be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bummer. Um, still, Mitch Trubisky. Unfortunately, I guess the Bears won that. <laughs> to, uh, to to coin a phrase that you said in our inaugural season in 2018, I uh, can't trust you as far as I can throw a bisky. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> um, well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be uh, picking Kenny Pickett, small hands Kenny here. Um, I think he could come out to a bang, um, but he's playing against a quarterback who showed us, I think, the, the more normal path to relevancy in the modern era, which is kind of swimming around doing nothing for a year or two and before you find your footing. Uh, and I think yeah. Josh Allen is going to simply outclass him in this game. So that's a good call. That's a, that's good football analysis folks. <laughs> um, coin also going with the bills in this one. Cool. Cool. All right. Next up we have the New York jets playing against the, uh, Miami dolphins. I'm sure that, um, Zach Wilson is bummed out that they're hosting this game and they're not going down to Florida for him to <laughs> investigate. Uh, but unfortunately, it is going to, it is going to be in New Jersey. Um, the Dolphins, I, I guess I haven't checked in recently. Have they changed their tone at all, or are they still doing this weekend at Bernie's routine over there? <laughs> they already said that Tua is not playing this week. They okay. said that a couple days ago. So that's a step in the right direction, at least. Yeah. I don't think Tua will be playing this lifetime. Um, <laughs> Sad. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Uh, it sucks really, really bad. That injury was really rough, um, and I hope that this person doesn't die. So I think yeah. that, <laughs> unfortunately, that might be the end of an era, which is a bummer because uh, we talked very highly about Tua on this show. Um and I know that I'm bummed out, but it falls into the hands of um, who's their backup quarterback. 
two Teddy two gloves, bro. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I dude, I tuned into the game after uh, the injury happened, and I was like, oh my gosh, Teddy, what's up? And then I saw him play about three plays, and I was like, yep. That's Teddy Bridgewater. (laughs) Um, This offense just went from super exciting to not that exciting, unfortunately. Um, But speaking of not very exciting offenses, I don't think the Jets pose that much of a threat. So uh, even Teddy was able to beat the Jets last year with the Broncos. I'm not expecting a whole lot here. The Dolphins are still a super stacked roster. I think that they can put together a couple more wins this year especially against some of these easy teams so yeah i'm I'm gonna go with miami here all right um i've just made this decision i'm gonna go with the jets i think they showed some some good things at the end of that game against the steelers granted they're playing the steelers who we just talked about they're not very good but Mm -hmm. zach wilson started off that game so poorly um i mean which could be expected because he hadn't played football in a couple months since his injury but Towards the end of that game, they were down 10 points, and then Zach Wilson led two scoring drives down the like length of the field and gave them the lead and eventually the win. So um, if they can continue to build on that, and maybe this team gets a little more frisky. They're not going to win more than like six games this year, still, six or seven. But um, I don't know. Maybe they're catching the Dolphins at the right time here. You know, they're Teddy Two Gloves in the game rather than Tua. Certainly a plus for them. Um, at home, I don't know, feeling spicy. So I'm gonna go with the Jets here. I like it. I like it. Disagreements are fun. Coin also thinks disagreements are fun. Going with the Dolphins here. I I seriously (laughs) think the coin hasn't sided with me once in one of our disagreements. Yeah. So that's cool. Up next, we've got a classic NFC North matchup with the Chicago Bears. Dub Bears taking on. The Vikings in the Vikings. Minnesota. <laughs> the Vikings. <laughs> the Vinkies. The um, Vinkies. <laughs> um, the Bears are playing football in the year 1950. Uh, the Vikings have a modern NFL offense. For this reason, I'll be going with the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Bears offense is atrocious. Um, and yeah, t- taking to the ground way too much. Not a fan at all. Um, but I mean, I guess I can't blame them because I certainly don't trust in their quarterback, Justin Fields, much more than they seem to. Um, so that's fair enough. Uh, the Vikings have had their ups and downs, but I still think this is a really exciting offense. Um, they, I I think can still challenge for this division, even though the uh, the Packers are just like quietly putting together a pretty good run. Like they always do. Um, the Vikings already lead the head to head. They had... A really close game and their one loss that they've had so far this year so yeah I, I feel pretty good about the vikings um and also honestly i think kirk cousins is looking pretty solid and has in every game that they've played except for their one primetime game which shocker um shocker you know, yeah. this this is 1 p.m kirk cousins i love it i feel good about it i'm going minnesota nice that's that's more good analysis <laughs> kirk cousins primetime losses um, it was questioned whether or not like that London game would really count as a primetime game because it's the only game mm-hmm. on, but he performed, and so that just confirms it's just nighttime games. Nobody woke up for that. Nobody woke up to watch that game, so yeah. he was good. Uh, <laughs> coin is going with the Bears. 
in this one. All right. Cool. All right, next up we have the uh, Washington Commanders hosting the Tennessee Titans. The Titans just put together a exciting win um, for their nightmare of a season. Uh, they managed to hold it down against the Colts as they were expected to do coming into this year. Um, they tried really hard sure to not did. win the game. <laughs> they sure did. Um, just as they have in every game they've played this year. And they've succeeded mm. many times. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's been a rough year for the Titans. Um, it's not really... I think it's... I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they disrespected A.J. Brown. I, I think I think I'm comfortable. I think I'm comfortable making that call Welcome. now. Uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, that was a really silly decision by them, and it has panned out exactly that way. Um, they have really had no meaningful production in the air at all. Um, Derrick Henry, sort of like Christian McCaffrey, is slowly becoming like a cheat code for his team again, um, but still has not really been utilized very effectively against any good defenses. Fortunately, this is not a good defense. Um, this is the Washington Commanders, who have been looking really, really rough <laughs> basically all year. Um, Carson Wentz looked terrible the week before against the Eagles. I didn't get to catch their game this week, I'll be honest. I didn't step out of my vacation to catch the Commanders game. How did that one go? Did you get to see it at all? Yeah. Not good for Another good our, our boy Cowboys. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, under 200 yards and two interceptions. Yeah, he's, uh, he's it's not looking good. Yeah, bummer, bummer. So the Commanders... Not been having a great year, even though they're hosting the Titans. Um, I think the Titans, like one, have actually kind of always been a little bit more effective on the road in my eyes anyway, because yeah, uh I don't I don't know. They just have been. <laughs> I don't I don't really have much more to present than that. But I will say that I think that they're starting to kind of find some footing, even though it's not meaningful. I mean, they they're gonna look at this Colts win as them having momentum now, even though they got absolutely destroyed in prime time the week before by the Buffalo Bills. But I, I think that I'm comfortable picking the Titans here just because I, I'm certainly not comfortable picking the commanders. <laughs> yeah. The, the old commies are uh, not doing too well. And how American is that? Um, I'm going <laughs> with the Titans as well. Um, although the commanders have been weirdly good at limiting production for opposing running backs um, in the running game specifically so maybe they have a chance to keep this one close but i still think the titans take this yeah. one um, i wanted what... commies in washington but not like this <laughs> the coin <laughs> is also going titans here tighten up that's a quote right from the coin up next we've got the seattle seahawks going down to new orleans to take on the saints um geno smith better than russell wilson I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, he ain't right put a, back. Put up. He ain't right back though. <laughs> um, hmm. This one's tough, but Saints' run defense is good, and Rashad Penny is a big reason of why the Seahawks had so much success against the Lions last week. Uh, really opened up the passing game for Geno Smith and those receivers. I think the Saints are gonna bottle Rashad Penny up, and I think. Uh, the Saints win this one in sort of a, a slugfest, maybe a, a total under 40 points here. Who knows? But I'm going Saints. I, I hope so after the stake I claimed earlier. 
Um, well, I didn't even think about that being your bet when I was saying that. So, yeah. Good sign. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm also going to go to the Saints. Uh, even though the Seahawks, like I said, have managed to put together a couple pretty exciting showings this year. Um, ultimately, they haven't exp- they haven't inspired any like real confidence in me. And I asked my cousin how he felt about the 48-point game after I first saw the score on Sunday. And he was like... Uh, whatever, <laughs> basically whatever. <laughs> is how he felt. Uh, so I, I, I think like, for, yeah, forty-eight to forty-five against the Lions isn't necessarily like what I needed to see to like start turning around my hope on yeah. this team. And I think even with uh, Andy Dalton leading the Saints right now, they still just across the the board are the more like dependable roster to me. So I'm gonna go with the Saints. All right, and the coin is going with the Seahawks here. I don't really. I don't know what's gotten into him this year. It's I don't know. A pattern at this point. He's mad at us. Next up, we have the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Um, going into Hurricane Country, I guess. Uh, apparently, that's where Let's the hurricane ride. is now. Let's ride <laughs> Hurricane Country. <laughs> that's so stupid. Uh, the Thank 49ers uh, continued their chokehold on the uh, Rams this last week, the Sean McVay era Rams um, winning a, a pretty low scoring game, but a win nonetheless in prime time. Um, if they feel comfortable winning low scoring games, then they should be very excited to go play against the Panthers this week. Because, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it takes what, 16 or 17 points to, to take a dub over the Baker Mayfield led Panthers who, like I said, have been, slowly reintroducing Christian McCaffrey into this offense. And Baker has had, just like when he first came to the Browns, like every, like every game he has like one quarter where I'm like, he, this is the guy, man, I'm telling you, this is the guy. But uh, he usually looks like nothing. So um, I think that even though the 49ers are back with the quarterback they didn't really want to be with at the beginning of the season, um, he inspires a lot more confidence in me right now. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. Yeah, I think the Panthers are another team I'm going to stay away from picking for a while now. You say this every year, just so you know. You get to this uh, point on the Panthers every year. <laughs> and then they're going to win like three in a row. But I don't know. Could they win the South? Um, but uh, I'm going with the 49ers in this one as well. Uh, it's really disappointing to see. I had some high hopes for the Panthers coming this year. It was like, I think, Sam, not Sam Darnold. Um, Baker Mayfield can really unlock some pieces in this offense. I think, you know, DJ Moore is going to have his best receiver receiver season. We're finally going to see healthy Christian McCaffrey. We have seen healthy Christian McCaffrey, just not utilized to the best of his ability. Um, I forgot to take into account that Ben McAdoo was going to be their offensive coordinator. And, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to see this coaching staff around maybe even to the end of the season. So 49ers are magnificently better coached and they're a more talented roster so for sure well said. over over under in this game is like 39 so uh-huh. that's that's horrible um and i still don't trust it to go over that so yeah i would probably take down on that honestly yeah coin is going with the panthers shocking shocking up next oh we got a battle of the boys. Bird, bird up. we got the <laughs> eagles at four and oh taking on the arizona cardinals at two and two in the desert down there in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, the Cardinals got a win against the Panthers last week. That doesn't mean much, I don't think. Um, 
They also beat the Raiders. Uh, that was a pretty impressive showing for them coming back from 20 to nothing. But for the most part of this off season, this season, sorry, uh, the Cardinals have not done anything to inspire much confidence in me. Um, they have not looked like a high octane offense at all without DeAndre Hopkins. And he's still not going to be back for this game. On the other side of the ball, of course, I'm going to pick the Eagles. But I think many people would pick the Eagles here. And it's not just my bias. They have looked really good. They showed that they can win ugly against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week after going down 14-0 in the first quarter. Um, they uh, Jalen Hurts is much better throwing the ball this year. They showed that they still have a dynamic running attack. And their defense is one of the best in the league. So. Um, Eagles here for sure. Yeah, I um, am feeling really, really good about the Eagles right now. It's kind of frustrating because I was hoping that we would get the second seed at a fellows bowl next year, yeah. but now the Broncos got to fight for their lives, I guess. Only for the one right. Back. Fight Only for the back. right. We'll see. <laughs> to play the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree with everything you said about the Cardinals. They have looked lost in the desert without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, had little moments um like i said last week like any anything that i used to be super excited about by kyler murray like i think a lot of other quarterbacks have shown in a much more consistent way this year um and he has just been really not a part of the conversation at all um with two working feet which is not (laughs) a great trajectory for this guy's career so um yeah this is going to be one of the hardest defenses that they play all year and um it's really unfortunate that it's going to be pre-deandre hopkins coming back because i do not think that they can answer this order so i'm gonna bird 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 up bird 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 up go birds uh coin is going with the cardinals all right screw you coin Next up, we got Navy and Silver versus Navy and Gold. The LA Rams are hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Um, a a little bit of a classic in the last few years, just because these teams keep finding themselves at the top of the table in their respective divisions. Um, can't remember the recent scoreline off the top of my head. Um, the Cowboys in the two weeks that they've been with Cooper Rush instead of Dak Prescott have looked. Pretty solid, um, but they were playing against the Giants and the Commanders in those two games, so kind of hard for me to take very much away from that. The Rams looked really bad and low production last week, uh, but they were playing against the 49ers, so you know it's kind of hard for me to take a lot away from that. But I will say, uh, neither of these teams have really struck them, have like made me feel that good about themselves as like you know, leaders of their divisions even leading up to this last week. The Rams have just looked really shaky all year, I think, are being seriously challenged for the position by the 49ers at the moment. Uh, I mean, obviously, they just lost to them, but I think it's going to be hard for them to to take that back for a while. Um, And the Cowboys are basically out of the conversation for their division. I think it's pretty clear that it's going to Philly at this point. So... Um, I don't know. I'm a little worried. They're three and one, and Dak hasn't been playing. So yeah, that's true. Still one game behind. I just, I mean, again, I just like do not see this team not going four and zero against the the other two teams in the Eagles division, and and I would be surprised if the Eagles dropped one of those games. But I don't know, anything can happen, I suppose. Um, but unsurprisingly, <laughs> given all my biases, I am going to go with the Rams here. 
I do think that this is going to be a much tougher task for Cooper Rush than the last two weeks were. Like, that's just pretty much a given. He's going to be under way more pressure on the line than he was against the other two teams. Um, also, just in general, um, his coach is going to be a lot less familiar with this defensive spread than he was the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it's just not going to be, I think, as plug-and-play as a victory as these last... Like, sincerely, I, I think that just is not that hard of a task to be called up and win those two games as the Dallas QB, because backup QB, because that team is just built to win those games. Um, so, yeah, I think the Rams hopefully will return to form this week and not, like, win this one, like, 17 to 14 or something like that, um, because I would really like to see them start producing, but it's just been a lot of interceptions and lame targets to Cooper Cup, and that's pretty yep. much all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's pretty much how their offense went in this game against the 49ers, just cu- targets to Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not Matt Stafford really not uh, proving me wrong when I said maybe he's getting a little too dependent on him, but I do like the Rams at home against the Cowboys this week. Uh, I thought for a little bit there against the about picking the Cowboys, and I was like, do I really want to root for the Cowboys right. because I picked them in a disagreement. No, I don't, is the answer. And here's <laughs> why the Rams will win. Uh, still got Aaron Donald, maybe the best player in the NFL. I think he is going to get after Cooper Rush. I think they're the uh, Cowboys O-line is still dealing, dealing with some issues, so Aaron Donald is not the guy you want to face in that situation. Mm-hmm. Granted, Rams also having offensive line issues, playing against Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence. Going to be rough on both quarterbacks, I believe, but I think the Rams obviously have championship pedigree. They know how to win games uh, better than a team led by Cooper Rush. And I'm going with the Rams in this one. And you can't do anything about it. Bummer. I'll take the agreement, I guess. Coin is not taking an agreement. Going with the Dallas Cowboys. Man, screw this guy. Picked against the Broncos, against the Eagles, and picked the Cowboys all in one, and picked the Giants all in one game. Wow! And he's gonna pick either the Chiefs or the Raiders for Monday night. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Insufferable of this coin. Up next, do we have a team on? Do we have any teams on by this week? Yeah, there's. Yeah, I don't know who they are off the top of my head, but there's only 15 games. Huh? I'll try to figure it out strange. while we do this. Okay. Up next, we have Sunday night football. We've got the. Cincinnati Bengals going to take the, on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore for an AFC North clash. Ah, the Bengals whooped up on the Ravens twice last year. Don't expect that to repeat. Um, Ravens defense held up pretty well against the Bills, uh, only allowing 23 points, I believe, last week. Uh, all of that was in the second half, so if they can find their defensive strategy from the first half of the game, that'd be great. And I think... Uh, this this Ravens passing attack is more high octane than we saw last year when these two teams played. Lamar Jackson is looking better as a passer this year, and I'm going to take the Ravens to stop this little winning streak that the Bengals got going on. Yeah, um, I'm also going to take the Ravens. They the Ravens. Have, the Ravens. They've had their like same like early season struggles that we've seen them have for the last couple of years ever since that year where they came out the gate looking like the best team in the league um oh, i think i found it i did find it uh-huh all right yeah there there was a game missing we'll go back for it Oops. Fort, 
Or Texans and Jags. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why I was missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think... Um, sorry, finding my footing here. Yeah, so the Ravens have kind of had the same early season, like, getting things started, struggles that we've seen them have for the last couple of years, but a lot more um, reassuringly this time around, I guess, because Lamar has been looking amazing. The passing game in general has been looking amazing. And even though... You know, they find themselves at, I think it's like 2-2, two and two, or it might be 3-1 and one now. Um, yeah, 2-2. Two and two. Yes. Yeah. Even though they find themselves at 2-2, two and two, really close win. I mean, really close losses to, like, the Bills, who people still think are one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league, and the Dolphins, while they still had two and looked like also one of the best teams in the league, and they just absolutely bombed the AFC East teams that you would expect them to bomb. So I think that they... Are even though it's kind of messy, they're inspiring a, a lot of hope in me for them actually moving in a proper direction this season. Whereas the Bengals have sort of been up and down in a way that kind of remind me of them last year and haven't really kind of proven themselves to be getting off that train. Even though, like you said, they have this little win streak going, I, I am not, I don't have a lot of confidence inspired by it. So I'm going to go with the Ravens here as well. Alrighty, and the coin is agreeing with us for once. And we have a wow. unanimous pick for the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. Alright, let's Goodness, I can't spell Ravens, apparently. <laughs> Tough word. How did this even happen? Shaking my head at myself, I guess. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, next up we have the... <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Houston Texans at 1 p.m. Lol. Uh, the classic, ja- <laughs> classic. Uh, the Jags have, even though they lost last week, um, put up a really competitive game against the Eagles. One of the most competitive games that the Eagles have played this this season in their four and zero campaign. Um, and the Jags, to me, in general, are inspiring a a decent amount of hope. I mean, I think that, like I said last week, anybody, like, viewing this team in the same category as the Texans still are, like, really doing themselves a disservice because they have had some crazy high-octane games, namely the ones that they played against the Colts and Chargers. Back-to-back, super dominant wins against teams that you wouldn't really expect them to take wins against. Um, So... Like I said, anybody looking at the Texans as being the same pedigree as the Jags still really aren't going anywhere. Uh, we came into this year, like you said, being really excited about the Texans and saying that they had like maybe not a whole lot going for them, but Davis Mills looked cool. They were going to find some good win conditions. Uh, they lost to the Broncos. They tied the Colts. They lost to the Bears. Chargers is basically the only loss that... I even want to afford this team and they're probably just going to keep losing after that. So, you know, it's really, really sad. Um, I'm certainly not feeling them to take this game in Jacksonville. I'm going to go with the Jags here. Yeah. It really stinks to see that Davis Mills hasn't quite lived up to some of the hype he was getting from us and from other pundits uh, after some solid games last year. Um, He's just, this, that offense has really not looked capable in moving that ball up and down the field. And um, the defense for a defensive-minded head coach team uh, really hasn't been able to do much stopping. So, yeah, I think I feel pretty good. We said 
under four and a half wins for this team in our preseason episode. I think I feel pretty good about that one. Um, and the Jags, all the things that you just said, they are an ascending team. And I think they're going to be in the race for this division at the very least at the very end of the season. So there you have it. All right, the cool. Coin going with the Texans here, not allowing a Jags sweep. Send us home. Send us home. Monday Night Football, we've got an AFC West clash. You referenced it earlier. The Raiders are going to Missouri to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs just whooped up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The one thing the Bucks had going for them week in, week out was their defense this season. And the Chiefs just made light work of that. And I think they are going to do the same for the Raiders this year. I hope the Raiders don't try to stand on the Chiefs logo again. <laughs> really didn't work out for them last year. Um, but yeah, I think the Chiefs are just going to keep owning the Raiders here. Yeah, I uh, also think that the Chiefs are just going to keep owning the Raiders here. Um, I wish that the <laughs> Raiders were going to be 0-5. Um, but unfortunately, the Broncos exist. So even with the Chiefs having their surprising shutout versus the Colts, I think that that's going to be the one random stain on this year for them. And honestly, to me, they're looking poised for the division already (laughs) just because they already took out a game against the the Chargers. So, And I don't feel good about anybody else. So, yeah, there you go. What does the coin say? The coin is going with the Raiders here. Be good for the Broncos if the Raiders won this game. That's all I'll say. True. Uh, <laughs> fingers crossed, uh, but I doubt it. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> everybody, for tuning in. Um, it would be good for us if you told a friend about the show or reviewed it or listened to one of Drew's other shows, the um, Good NBA Podcast or Super Fantasy Bros. Um, you can also check us out on Twitter, at NFLs. Anything else? speed around that I feel oh like. yeah that was good except actually super fantasy brothers there's another oh, yeah, podcast called super Oof. fantasy bros all right so uh, super that's fantasy not us. brothers all right um and with that my name is jake wilson my name is drew wade and i've got the coin right here with me <laughs> <laughs>